Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, Incline listeners. Looking to start your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. First of all, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Now... You can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can have it heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast as well with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. My intuition is telling me that this trade is going to happen. 2020 is a new year. The reason why they're going to make this deal work is because of David Price. You're adding a top five MVP caliber talent to an already great roster. And Andrew Friedman pulls that off. You build him a statue. It's that simple. Welcome to The Incline, your Dodgers podcast for Dodgers talk, rumors, updates, and everything Dodgers. I'm Kevin Klein. I'm David Rosenthal. I'm Ian Nielsen. We're your host. And this podcast is powered by Dodgers Lowdown. And without further ado, it's let's now ride. Time for the words that are recited before each and every game here at Dodger Stadium. Take it away, Finn. It's time for Dodger. little blast from the past that was taken from december 18th well we're now in february i hope you're all doing well out there some fun audio bites from all of us we got a lot to talk about on this episode of the incline so today we're joined by oscar vargas he's filling in he's also affiliated with dodgers lowdown how you doing oscar all right man glad to be on here how y'all doing we're good how you doing david i'm doing great now as of yesterday yeah, so let's just cut to the chase. The Dodgers are on the verge of acquiring all-star MVP caliber Mookie Betts and former Cy Young Award winner David Price. The Dodgers didn't just acquire another guy. They acquired a Hall of Fame caliber MVP type five-tool player in Mookie Betts, and I cannot be more thrilled. Mookie Betts probably going to be the right fielder. I'd be, I feel like Cody Bellinger is going to be our center fielder. I don't yep. know how about that. Yeah, Mookie's definitely going to be in right. Yeah, I feel the same way. So, so Dave Roberts said months ago during the winter meetings, there was going to be a lot of roster turnover, and we were waiting for it, and it's finally happened. So I want to get your guys' thoughts on everything that's gone down. So I'll start with you, David. 
Um, yeah, I mean, as you said, the roster turnover was we were waiting and waiting and waiting, and then everyone was kind of, you know, reserved to the fact that this is the roster that we were going to have. Uh, and then all the rumors heated up in the last two or two or three days. And, uh, you know, they land bets and price for relative, not that much. You know, Verdugo's great. For those who don't know, the, the, the trade in full uh, was the Dodgers got bets and price. The Twins got Kenta Maeda, and the Red Sox got Alex Verdugo and Bruce Dar Gratoral, who's a uh, top prospect from the Twins. Uh, so, I mean, all things considered, this was a lot a lot less of a price than I expected the Dodgers to have to pay. You know, they held on to Lux, May, Downs, Gray, and Ruiz. And, you know, judging by, you know, what people were saying on Twitter, the Dodgers were going to have to give up, like, two of those dudes. So, you know, I love Verdugo, but, but for bets and price, I think this was a steal. Yeah. What about you, Oscar? How you feeling? I, I feel good about it, man. I mean, we didn't give up any of our prospects. I mean, that's that's just a miracle. I don't know how he pulls it off. Friedman's just a freaking genius. So, Verdugo and Meta, you know what I mean? It's, yeah, you, you heard a little bit with Verdugo. You know, you're going to lose a bit of probably a future perennial all-star. But you get mm-hmm. bets, the chance of re-signing them, having to get used to Los Angeles. I'm good with that. Price is much better than people think. I mean, you look at the peripherals, you look at his stats, you look at some advanced metrics. He's good. You know, he's he's not the best. He's not going to be, you know, a, a frontline starter, but he's three to five. I mean, he's top tier. You know what I mean? So I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm I'm, I'm a little more curious on what's going on with the next trade. Yeah, we'll get to that in a little bit. There's definitely some other movement involving the Los Angeles Angels, but sticking to Mookie Betts first because he's the guy we should be really talking about. Yeah. Mookie Betts. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. That's, I mean, he leads, you know, he's in the top 80% of every ranking you can, you can find, Uh, you know, he's 27. Uh, This definitely gives the Dodgers, you know, home field advantage per se, and in the chances of resigning him next year. Uh, Like Oscar said, you know, you can get him accustomed to LA, show him around, get used to the, 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 the Dodgers organization, uh, you know, mesh with the players. I'm sure he'll love playing for Dave Roberts. All the players do. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a home run. Uh, even, if it's, even if they only have him for one year, let me make it clear, this trade is still a home run. Because Betts and Price put them, give them the best possible chances of winning the World Series in 2020. Uh, you know, Verdugo, I love Alex Verdugo. Like, you know, he, he's probably going to be an all-star someday. Uh, but for 2020... Uh, getting Mookie Betts even just for one year puts the team in the best possible position. And, uh, you know, Friedman is – he gets a lot of hate online, but but this might have been, you know, his masterpiece here. He keeps all the coveted prospects, gets Betts, uh, you know, gets Price who will, you know, help out, eat innings if he can stay healthy. You know, last year he dealt with uh, a cyst on his left wrist, which, you know, really made him struggle a bit last year. Uh, but 2018, he was 16 and seven, three five eight ERA, 177 Ks in 176 innings, and a 1.14 WHIP. Uh, so if they get that guy, then this trade is is a highway robbery. And like I said online, uh, Friedman deserves a statue outside Dodger Stadium for this. Yeah, I mean the Dodgers didn't just add another good bat at the top; they added a very clutch bat. Here's some career splits for you with runners in scoring position. Mookie Betts is batting 332 with two out and runners in scoring position. Mookie Betts is batting also 322. 
In late and close games, Mookie Betts is batting 291. In a tie game, Mookie Betts is batting 293. Yeah, I mean, that's just exactly what the Dodgers when, lacked last year. The Dodgers are – or sorry, when Mookie Betts' team is behind, Mookie Betts is batting 294. So this is a guy that you can really count on because we saw it last NLDS. It felt like the Dodgers just could never deliver those clutch hits, and now we're adding Mookie Betts. A gold glove caliber right fielder with Cody Bellinger, another gold glove caliber center fielder. So good luck really trying to get runs on these guys. You got two cannons of an arm now out in the outfield, and then the platoon of Pollock, Beatty, Taylor, I really like that as well. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you can interchange, like, you can interchange a best in center field. Bellinger the right field if you need to. I mean, it's, it's just a perfect tandem in the outfield. And just, you know, to add to the lineup, I mean, the flexibility, the potency of, that, of the lineup is just, it's ridiculous. I mean, you can move it around just about any way you want. It doesn't have to be bets at the top, uh, you know, Seager second or what have you. You know, it's just, it's the flexibility and how you can move the guys around depending on matchups. It's, it's insane. And it just, it's going to, it's going to give every pitcher fits. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't want to face the Dodgers if I was a, a starter in any team. I don't care how good you are, even if you're Garrett Cole, you know, it's, it's just it's they're going to terrorize the league and it's huge acquisition and i was you know i was going crazy i was at work when this when this went down you know i got i was getting daggers thrown at me you know everybody was looking at me all nasty i didn't care i'm at work i'm, I'm posting these I, I need to find out what's going on it didn't matter and so uh yeah yeah it's good it's good news very good news yeah, it's one through eight in the lineup. Uh, you know, you can plug and play anyone. You know, but when Muncy gets a day off, you put Bellinger at first. You start, you know, some of the other guys in the outfield. Turner gets a day off. It doesn't even matter. You know, they can play four, four guys, four or five guys on their bench, you know, would be starting on other teams. Uh, and it's, it's, it is really by far the most potent offense in the league. Uh, you know, people will say, you know, the Yankees are up there. Yeah, they are, but, you know, they, they have a lot more health concerns. And, you know, I don't know what Stanton's going to give. Sanchez struggled. I don't know about that. But this Dodgers lineup, especially the first five to six guys, it, it's, it's truly unfair. Uh, and especially if, if Lux can contribute, you know, up to, up to the expectations for him. Because uh, I can see him hitting 290 and, and 25 home runs. And, and that would just be – you know exactly what the what the Dodgers could use from him and and you know that's the bottom of the lineup <laughs> exactly you know Lux is never going to be hitting above above six or five at least in 2020 uh right. there's just too many guys yeah and uh one thing I really like too is that Mookie Betts I really feel like he's going to be that leadoff hitter that we've truly been lacking for years I know Jock Peterson he did a really solid job but he's no Mookie Betts Mookie Betts in his career versus power pitchers, according to baseball reference, whatever a power pitcher really means, I'm going to assume that's like a Strasburg type of guy. He has a 382 on base percentage with only seven double plays in his entire career. So give me that all day. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's quite, quite the haul for the Dodgers. And, you know, they, their World Series odds jumped from, like, plus 700 to plus 400 last night. Uh, you know, this is finally 
you know, this finally could be the year. Uh, and it's, you know, everyone's like, oh, they'll probably still choke in October. Still Friedman traded away our favorite players. Well, you know what? I- I'm tired of the complaining. Uh, this is the best position the Dodgers have been in in quite some time. Uh, they're adding Mookie Betts and David Price to a 106-win team. Yes. Mostly only losing Hunjin Ryu, uh, Rich Hill, uh, you know, and, and Freeze and, and other guys like that. But it's, you know, I, I April can't come soon enough. Opening day can't come yeah, soon enough. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Training can't come soon enough. Losing Verdugo yeah. definitely hurts a little, but you already touched on David Price. I want to hear what Oscar has to think about Mr. Price. I think he's a really good lefty coming to L.A. Yeah, no, he's a solid lefty. Uh, if you you look at like his last uh, his uh, career ERA minus compared to like the last couple of years, they're almost identical. Same thing with the FIP minus, you know. So he's he's held his own. Yeah, he's been hurt. He hasn't put out enough innings, but he's still like what is it right here? Uh, you're right. Place at one thirteen last year. You know, it's because he was hurt for a bit. Uh, before that, the year before that, 123. The year before that, 135. So he's a solid pitcher. He's going to contribute. He's going to. He's the perfect three spot. If they're not going to, I mean, that's going to be the next best thing they can get. Um, unless somebody like Dustin May or the youngsters can step up and really prove themselves this season. But I'm, um, I'm hyped. At first, I wasn't. I mean, I, you know, it's, I was. I really didn't look into it at first. When you know, I, I remember you first brought it up, like when at the end of the season about getting bets. I was all on Lindor. I wanted Lindor. I didn't want anything else but Lindor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you brought up getting Price and Mookie. Uh, okay, I took a second look at it, and Price isn't too bad. And then everybody else started jumping on board. And, you know, Mike Petrello started putting out stats. So, yeah, he's it's going to work out. You know, I feel good about it, as long as he stays healthy. But regardless with that, I mean, with the depth the Dodgers have, you can have guys going on their little phantom injured list, you know, uh, stints. So, it's going to work out. I feel good about it. As long as he's healthy yeah. for the playoffs. That's usually the totally bottom line. Yeah, David Price, he is the definition of a workhorse. But he's coming to the Dodgers. And if there's one team that knows how to keep their arms fresh, it's the Dodgers. I mean, David Price put up a 3-6-2 FIP last season before he was shut down. And this guy's never pitched in the National League before. And mm-hmm. it was quoted just, I think, yesterday. He said, if he ever comes to the National League, he's going to absolutely dominate this league. And I like that confidence. He's been pitching in the AL East. It's a very tough division. Now he's going to get to face teams like the Padres, the Giants. Yeah, he's going to have to go to Coors Field. But when he gets those Rockies at Dodger Stadium, I expect him to shut them down as well. He has one of the, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. He's one of the best changeups in baseball when it's on. And hopefully he can just add his area of expertise to the other young arms. Because, yeah, he's won a Cy Young before. He's won a World Series. He dominated the Dodgers not too long ago in 2018. Proven veteran. Friedman drafted him. Perfect guy to bring into the Dodgers clubhouse. Yeah, and something we haven't said is, is the Red Sox are going to be paying about half this contract. Uh, you know, it's, he has three years, $96 million left on his deal. And, you know, if they're paying, you know, exactly half or, or you know, close to half, it it end up being – a three-year, $48 million deal for the Dodgers, which is going to, you know, come out to $16 million a year. Uh, and for price, you know, if you get 2018 price or, or even, you know, somewhat of 2018 price, that's a steal. Uh, you know, he's 34. He's, it's not like he's 37. Uh, so this could be, you know, a great pickup by itself. You know, even if they didn't get bets, forget about bets. This could be a, a good pickup 
uh, in itself. Uh, you know, I think a lot of people are viewing price as just a throw in and a salary dump, but I don't think that's what it should be looked at at all. Uh, you know, they, the Dodgers signed Wood and Nelson as depth options and, you know, May and Urias are going to be, you know, future stars, but I think price is really a, a, an anchor in this rotation. You know, you got Bueller, Kershaw and price now, uh, and the final two spots can, you know, May, Urias, uh, Wood and Nelson can can duke it out. Yes. Uh, anything you want to add to that, Oscar? Uh, no, I pretty much agree with just about all of that. I mean, um, I kind of hope they can get like a third starter, somebody else that's going to be somebody like a Clevenger. I, I, I'm not sure if that's going to happen. Although, like I said, they didn't, you know, they didn't give up any of their prospects. And it's not like a deal like that can't go down depending on what happens midway through the season. He still has quite a bit of control left. So, you know, that can definitely happen. If Cleveland just decides, you know what, let's, let's, you know, build our farm system. We're going to have to reset. We're going to start all over. There's no way we can compete with the twins and the white Sox the way they're starting out right now. You know, it's so, it, it really depends. But other than that, I mean, uh, for the whole season, it, this is, it makes them that much stronger. Um, they're obviously looking at having home field advantage all the way through the national league, maybe through, you know, if they can get all the way to the World Series, maybe all the way through then too as well. So um, I'm just, I'm content. And I'm like, David, I, I can't wait till the season starts. For me, preseason, pitches yeah. and catches report, I want to see all that. And, you know, all the video and the footage that they have and them just throwing and even talking about their scouting. And mm-hmm. I can't wait. Yeah, absolutely. And I love how David mentioned that a lot of people are viewing this as a throw-in. And I think in hindsight, a lot of people are going to look back and be like, wow, the Red Sox literally handed David Price to the Dodgers because I really do think he still has a lot left in the tank. Absolutely. I think he's going to fill in right in for Hunjin Ryu. We're not going to even – I don't want to be mean to Ryu, but I'm almost like we're going to feel like he was never a loss. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. Uh, and, like, you know, like what we've said is the Do- it, t- it took zero prospects to get this. You know, Verdugo's not viewed as a prospect anymore, so – you know, if, you, if you're not counting him, it took zero prospects to, to get these guys. Uh, and yes. you know, I, I know we'll talk about the Jock Peterson trade in a second, but, you know, the guy we were sending over to the Angels, uh, Andy Pages, uh, he's a 19-year-old. I think he's an outfielder who had 19 home runs and, and rookie ball last year. He was the number 23 prospect in the Dodgers system. <laughs> and if you plug him into the Angels, he would be either eight or nine. And that's, that's something to, to keep note of because – the, the the Dodgers guys, you know, they're, they're top 20, uh, you know, like their 20th or 21st ranked prospect would be <laughs> top 10 in most other systems. So that's why this, this trade is huge because they still maintained the ability to go get a guy like Clevenger at the deadline or go get any reliever they want at the deadline. Uh, so their, their yep. prospects are still yep. loaded. Uh, they can, they can do whatever they want at the trade deadline uh, it's, it's a, it's a stacked farm. And like I said, you know, they're trading, you know, pages, who's their 23rd ranked prospect and instantly becomes a top eight prospect for the angels. Uh, so it's, it's a great place to be. This is a phenomenal deal for Friedman. Uh, it's, you know, he couldn't have drawn it up better. This is perfect yep. for him. Build that statue. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm serious. I mean, if they win a world series and Mookie Betts and price are, are, you know, key contributors you build them a statue it's it's not that it's not that complicated yeah. i mean who else who else could have engineered this you know you got farhan zaidi signing wilmer flores for the giants <laughs> and you got you got friedman getting mookie bets for alex verdugo and kenton maeda 
I mean, it's it's statue time if they win this World Series. I'll I'll, <laughs> right. I'll I'll get out there with a with a chisel myself. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. Not a single dent in the farm system. And there's one other guy the Dodgers picked up yesterday too, utility man Luis Renjifo. And a lot of you may have not heard of him before, but he he's from the Angels and he's actually a pretty solid guy. He can play second, short, third. He provides some speed. He he only had two stolen bases last season, but I think he could get more if he gets the opportunity. I mean, he had a 321 on base last season. Didn't strike out. Well, actually, he did strike out quite a bit, but I'm optimistic he can get that down. But I really like this pickup. I think he's going to be one of those kind of low-key, we didn't see it coming, and just contribute like all these guys like Chris Taylor and Kike have done in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, he only hit 238 last season with the Angels, uh, but in the minors in 2018, you know, he slashed 299, 399, 452. Uh, so, you know, with, oh, sorry, with 41 stolen bases, uh, and he's 22 years old. Uh, I think he has four or five, maybe even more years of control. Uh, so this is a guy, I, this has Andrew Friedman's name all over it again. Uh, I think he can play all over the field. He's fast. He's a utility guy. Uh, you know, eventually, I think this guy will fill in for either Kike Hernandez or Chris Taylor uh, when they, you know, possibly depart after a year or two. Uh, you know, he's got power. He's got speed. It's a good pickup. I mean, we'll see who they who they get. Uh, you know, prospect wise. Uh, but mostly, this trade was you know a salary salary relief. Uh, you know, getting bets and price. Uh, even with Boston taking on half of Price's contract, uh, you know, they had to get rid of something. And uh, Stripling and Peterson were the casualties. And believe it or not, it looks like the Dodgers are going to remain under the luxury tax. Uh, so this deal just has Friedman's fingerprints all over it. Uh, I don't think he could have drawn it up better if he in his dreams. Yeah, Renjifo, I mean, I don't know much about the guy. I'm, I'm looking at some of the stats here. I mean, yeah, he could play the middle. He played shortstop. He played second base. He's played left field in the minors. So, I mean, he, utility guy. It's the kind of guy you want. Uh, his bat hasn't really shown up as much. But he's not going to be in the Angels' development system anymore. He's going to be in the Dodgers' development system, which can make, you know, a huge difference. Mm -hmm. uh, they have one of the best in the league, you know, probably top three, top two, you know, depending on how you look at it. So, uh, it can work out. Uh, yeah, he's got speed. It, you know, it's, I've heard – other good things about him as far as, you know, the scouting reports and so on. But, you know, the overall numbers don't show you much, but uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, probably he'll go to AAA and he'll work on him and, you know, he'll probably see some time here and there if somebody gets hurt. But uh, like I said, I'm just curious on who else we're getting because if we're getting two other prospects, I um, mean, it's not going to be the top ones, you know, we're giving up a lot, although it is a salary dump in a way you could look at it that way. But still, we're giving up quite a bit of value uh, depending on what we're getting back. So that's what I'm curious to wait for. Yeah, and well, let's not, let's not forget last year's salary dump with uh, the Reds. Right. Where, where everyone was, you know, up in arms over trading Puig and, and Wood <laughs> and, and Farmer and, and Ken yeah. for nothing. And yeah. now those two guys are in our top five prospects. So I, right. I trust Friedman right. here. I trust the Dodgers scouting department here. Uh, you know, they had to do something. And I, I, if I'm guessing, whoever we get back, you know, is going to be, you know, a valuable asset to this team. Right. Or the it's organization. Not, 
Yeah, this isn't saying a whole not. lot, but yeah. Renhifa was the number eight prospect in the Angel system just mm-hmm. a year ago. So there's definitely potential there. Yeah. And I, I feel believe. like these starters, Maeda and Stripling, I just think their time had to come to an end. You needed to shake up the roster somehow. There's guys <laughs> waiting in the wings like Dustin May and Tony Gonsolin and Urias. And honestly, their upside is just higher than what Maeda and Stripling could offer. Maeda was one of the most volatile guys in the rotation. One day he'll give you seven strong innings, looks unhittable, and then the next start barely can get to the third inning. Maeda didn't want to be a reliever. He's made that pretty clear year after year. Now he gets to go to a team that's probably going to make him a full-time starter, and he's not going to have to worry about going to the bullpen. Ross Stripling, another guy. We saw really high flashes not too long ago when he made the all-star team in 2018. But for whatever reason, in the second half, he always seems to fizzle out. Now, he, he embraces being a starter and reliever, but every time the playoffs roll around, this guy just does not seem ready for it. So, personally, I'm kind of happy to see Stripling go. I think Gonsolin has way more upside than Mr. Ross Stripling. Yeah, and you said it best. I mean, these were the two, you know, odd men out. Uh, Maeda, you know, I would have loved to keep him as a reliever. Uh, but as a starter, you know, they, they just simply don't need him. Uh, and same goes for Stripling. You know, he's a great clubhouse guy. Uh, he's a very friendly, likable guy. Uh, but with the, t- with the roster they have, the young guys they have, it's time to give those guys their, their fair shot. Uh, and you can't do that if you're given, you know, Maeda and Stripling every fifth day. Uh, so, you know, especially with price now, it, it makes too much sense. Uh, you knew, you knew when it came out last night that the angels were getting a major league starter. Everyone knew it was going to be stripling. Uh, and it just, it made sense. Uh, you know, I, like I said, I love Kenta and I love Ross as guys. Uh, but honestly, it's, it's almost as if the Dodgers are setting them free. Uh, stripling will go to an angels rotation that has about as close to get it close to nothing as you can get. Uh, and Kenta will be reunited with Rich Hill in Minnesota, uh, likely getting a chance to, you know, to contribute to that uh, playoff run there. Yeah, Maida's going to, you know, both those guys are going to be able to start consistently now. That's what I like about it. And the Angels are going to use a six-man rotation. And if you look at the rotation, I mean, it's it's a bunch of youngsters, you know, Dylan Bundy. I'm not sure if he's that much of a star. If anything, I would have acquired him to be a, a reliever, like, you know, a long reliever. But uh, you give Stripling some consistent innings, and it can turn out really well for you. He's going to be like the second or third best uh, starter on that team, behind either behind or in front of Canning or and Heaney. You know, so mm-hmm. it's it really, you know, it's it, it bodes well for him. Uh, for Meta, he's he doesn't have to worry about going. To, I don't think they're going to put him in the bullpen over there, even during the playoffs. He's going to be a fourth spot, third, fourth spot, guaranteed. You know, so giving him a little bit more time, like consistent starts, he's going to be happier with that. You know, you get a little extra million-dollar bonus with being traded. So that's, you know, it's good, good news for him, I guess. And it works out well for everybody. And, yeah, those two guys, they're blocking. It's about, even Jock, you know, you have DJ Peters in the wing. You have, you have my, my boy, Zach Rex. You know, nobody's heard of him, but you're going to hear about him pretty soon in the minors, you know, being blocked by these guys. So they had to move on. They had to kind of shake it up and, and let some of these miners move up and, and show and prove. And yes. And that's, you know, really well. And Friedman just knows what the hell he's doing. It's just, it's insane how he just comes. Everybody talks crap. You know, you hear it all the time, but 
uh, this is probably his, his his biggest move, I think, in his time with the I Dodgers. Agree. You know, yeah. even even with Farhan, I mean, th- there's nobody that he got for the whole season like this. You know, it's this is the the biggest biggest acquisition, biggest trade he's ever done. My no point. doubt. I definitely agree. And so, there is one concern, obviously, that you know this trade hasn't officially gone through yet. Uh, they're still waiting on the medicals. Uh, you know, apparently, you know, if you know there 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 are some concerns of the prospect that was traded to. Uh, Boston from Minnesota via the Dodgers, this, this Gratoral or, or Gratterall guy apparently he has an arm issue, uh, but f- uh, future Dodgers, you know, who does work at a uh, baseball prospectus and, and, and Dodger blue is, is saying, uh, you know, it shouldn't ultimately affect the deal going through, but it might alter it a little bit. So uh, I wouldn't worry too much about these medicals. I think, you know, this deal is, is going to go through uh, possibly with an alteration uh, but I, I still think bets and price are going to be Dodgers. Right. So we have a lot of tweets. So I'm just going to read one for right now. This one comes from Gloria McCullis at Mama 1117 who says, not happy, very sad. I'm going to spring training and hope my heart heals then. Well, Gloria, I think once you start to see Mookie Betts in person, your emotions are going to flip upside down. You're going to be very happy. The Dodgers acquired really elite talent, and I know it sucks to see some of your favorites go, but that's just the name of the game. Peterson, Stripling, Maeda, they've been here for a while, and it just they weren't getting the job done, and it was time for a change. And you're going to love Mookie Betts, I promise you. Yeah, and I think a lot of people are, you know, just kind of shocked that, you know, the Dodgers would trade Verdugo, uh, you know, who's such a likable guy, such a fan favorite guy. Uh, but like you said, once once they see Betts hitting home runs and stealing bases and making plays, I think that'll all go away. Uh, Wayne yeah. deals everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If 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 the Dodgers win a World Series, people, you know, Dodger fans won't even remember Alex Verdugo. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, re- more replies to our, you know, to our to our ask. You know, everyone seems to be happy. Darla Jimenez says, "I'm amazed that we were able to make this trade while not giving up a single prospect." Uh, you know, we got. Think Price, Dodger Life thinks says Think Price. Uh, think Price is going to make a huge impact on our rotation with experience. Huge difference maker come October. Coach Bob Brown says outstanding. Uh, and Tyler J says grateful to see Friedman switch to a win now mentality. Even if Mookie doesn't resign, it's a breath of fresh air to have a leader like that at the helm. Uh, so I think that was you know the main sentiment from most Dodger fans is mostly excited. Uh, but also sentimental to see, you know, some of our guys depart. Right. My favorite tweet I saw online last night came from a pretty popular Dodgers fan. She goes by the name of Randy. And basically she (laughs) tweeted she was pretty upset that we traded Verdugo and Jock Peterson and asked that we – or demanded that we better get an outfielder in return. I guess she missed the part where we got Mookie Betts because he's a pretty well-known outfielder. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a tough one to uh, analyze from from my standpoint, but I'll just uh, I'll leave it at I'll leave it at that. Yeah, Mookie does play the outfield. That's right. Well, you know, people don't want to let Verdugo go. There was, you know, you get emotionally attached to these players, so you know you can understand that aspect of it. But it's you know what you're getting in return. You can just you kind of have to just shrug your shoulders and be like, you know what. <laughs> Uh, we got Mookie Betts, you know, time to start dancing. 
basically. Time to start celebrating soon enough. I mean, Hopefully. Blake Harris, who's pretty well known at Blake Harris TBLA, was watching The Bachelor and he had to drop everything. So tune in tonight because there's a new episode of The Bachelor. Yeah, or not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got a we got a few minutes left. So we got a few minutes left. So if there's anything else you wanted to add, we got a few minutes to spare. Oh, no, just just waiting on the news. I want to see what they get back. They, they, you know, they have some pretty good prospects. Uh, speaking of the Angels. Um, so, yeah, just, you know, Adams. If it's not going to be the top guys, you know, there's Adams. Uh, there's uh, Suarez, although he's one of the major league ready starters. Mm-hmm. But he's one of the younger guys that can, you know, probably fit as far as depth, maybe – Anybody were to get injured, you know, they can give up on him. And he's a lefty. You know, that's one thing I think the Dodgers kind of lacked as a lefty starter. And, uh, you know, especially losing, well, aside from Price. I know we just got Price, but still. Something kind of like in the back end. I'm a big fan of having multi-inning pitchers, starters, especially now that you're going to have the the three batter minimum rule. So you're going to need something like that, you know. So something from the left side makes sense. Um, But other than that, no, just waiting. Yeah, it'll be, you know, a big sigh of relief once this deal's, you know, official and the Dodgers right. welcome him. But like I said before, I don't think anything substantial will change. Uh, so we just got to, you know, keep the faith here. Right. Do you want to do a quick out of left field? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Um, do you have one prepared or do you want me to go? It's just going to be you tonight. Oh, just me tonight? Okay. Yeah. All right, my out of left field is on line etiquette. And what I mean by this is two things. Standing in line, just overall line etiquette. And once you get to the front of a line, line etiquette. So I'm going to tell a quick story. I was, get, I was at the supermarket getting stuff uh, for the Super Bowl. And I'm standing there with my shopping cart, uh, you know, completely stagnant, not moving, standing in line. And the lady behind me just pushes her shopping cart right up on my ass, like direct contact on my ass. And I just don't understand. Like, where are you going? Like, (laughs) I'm clearly ahead of you. I'm not going anywhere. So I I just don't understand how how someone can just be that impatient. Uh, Some of these people just don't have any line etiquette. And uh, my second part of that is what I'm going to say is if you get to the front of a line where you have to order something, let's say you're ordering food or or tickets or or anything where you're at the front of the line and you don't know what you want, that should be a crime. Like that should be a felony. I mean, what have you been doing waiting in line if you don't know what you want when you get at the front of the line? Some of these people will never cease to amaze me and the world, this country needs better line etiquette. (laughs) That's my out of left field. Every coupon's ready. Have everything ready. Know what you want. Don't be bumping onto people's asses with your shopping cart. I mean, it's it's ugh, some of these people, man. Learn line etiquette. Well, I've seen videos online, and it looks like it's a lot worse in China. But I feel you. People can do a better job of waiting in line. They're line etiquette, man. Uh, seriously, I mean, go home, study the study the tape, review some some proper line etiquette, and do better out there next time. All right, I'm just going to throw out a couple things really fast. We got the Academy Awards on Sunday. 
I would like to see 1917 win. I think that was the best technical movie. Yeah, that was a great movie. But I have a feeling Parasite's going to take home the award just because that story, it was the best story. It was. Yeah, I heard good things about it. Really, really high uh, rating from Metacritic. Yeah. So I'm kind of curious to go see it as well. And we yeah. got the NBA trade deadline tomorrow, which to me is like the Halloween of holidays. Chris, MLB trade deadline is like Christmas. NBA trade deadline is like Halloween where it's pretty exciting, but not, it's no Christmas. Mm-hmm. So I, I, do you guys have any ideas who the Lakers are going to trade for? Iguodala is off the market. I would like to see the Lakers. Everyone seems to be traded that I wanted, but I would like to see the Lakers make some type of move with Spencer Dinwiddie. That was a name I've seen floated around recently. I think he'd be a good pickup. Yeah, I've seen a lot of uh, Marcus Morris hype. Um, you know, that he has a lot of suitors, but I've seen the Lakers tied in with him. Uh, and a, a report that I saw today that a lot of people are not going to be thrilled about is that teams have been checking in on Alex Caruso's availability. No, no. So the White Mamba might be on the move. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's I, that guy, uh, Darren Collinson. You know, he's just sitting there waiting yeah. on the wings. He's going to make a decision after the All-Star break. Hopefully it's the Lakers, you know, not the Clippers. And uh, that's pretty much, I think, all the moves they need to. I don't think they really need to acquire or move anybody. It's... I've, yeah, I've seen the buzz with Morris, but... Uh, I yeah, they could use someone just to, just a scorer. Yeah. Uh, you know, someone who yeah. can get, get, to the, get to the basket and shoot threes. So that's why Morris makes a little bit of sense. But not if you're going to have to give up, like, Kuzma or anything yeah, like exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. If you're going to move Kuzma, please just make it for someone worth it, not Marcus Morris. Yeah, agreed. But, yeah, this was a quite an exciting episode. I'm glad you two could join on. If you have any final thoughts, I'd like to hear them right now. Yeah, my, my final thoughts are, are pretty simple. Uh, I mean, this is a home run uh, any way you look at it. Uh, I hate to see Verdugo go, uh, but for what you're getting back, it, was, it can't be viewed as anything other than a home run. Even it, Like I said at the beginning, even if this is for one year of bets, it is still a home run because it puts the Dodgers in the driver's seat in the National League and – probably in the best position they've been to actually win a world series. Uh, so hats off to Andrew Friedman. Uh, I'll be the first to be out at Chavez ravine to build your statue when they win in 2020. <laughs> yeah. Um, LA needed this, you know, the last couple of weeks has been, you know, the terrible news with Kobe is just like, we, we needed this win. We've been getting L's left and right. And, you know, so it's, they, they needed this and, and they didn't even have to do it to tell you the truth. I mean, the Dodgers were good enough to roll right through the NL still. I, that's my belief, you know? Right. I, I just, but this is huge. I mean, this almost puts them over the top. Now it's like you feel confidence that you can go up against the Yankees or, or any other team like the Astros. I know the Astros, you know, they cheated and everything, but they're, you know, they're still a good team or whatever. But, right. you know, you're, you're still going to see them in the playoffs. There's a good chance they could still go all the way. You know, it's so. Definitely. This is, this is, you know, it's, I'm just, I'm stoked. And, okay, and it, yeah. it's something the city needed. I'll leave you guys at this. The Dodgers went into these offseason needing a big arm out of the bullpen. They got Blake Trinan. They needed a big bat in the lineup. They got Mookie Betts. I'm ready for this upcoming season. I hope you guys are all too. Thank you for joining, and thank you for listening to The Incline. We out.